0: Welcome to another week of Filmhouse. This week, we're talking about all sorts of things, mostly of the action-oriented. Let me introduce my guests. First up, Action Man star, Bruce Green. <laughs> Next up, stunt double, Lawrence Sontag. Why would he do that? I have no idea. <laughs>
1: and finally, makeup lady, John Smith.
2: He didn't do it. He was.
1: I didn't. A bunch of stuff fell on the floor, and I didn't want (laughs) to injure myself. (laughs)
0: And in case I forgot to introduce myself, I'm Adam Kovic, and I'll be hosting your episode of an impossible episode of, of motorcycle driving and. Long flowing hair on top of a 55-year-old male <laughs> who made a cool $70 million just by breaking his foot. Did he really make $70 million for this film? The movie came out positive before oh, it even came out.
2: I see what you're saying. Because, uh,
0: Box because the Lloyds... No, no, no. Because the was it the Lords of London or Lloyds of London or whatever will uh, ensure crazy actors were doing crazy things? I told you. What? I told me what? Sorry.
1: Lawrence and I were talking about that about this last night because he was saying that it cost... The Production was 40 million dollars more expensive because of him breaking his foot. Oh, but I said there's probably crazy insurance and it was a trick and he faked his foot injury. Was, I don't know. That well, well, the
3: thing it, that I read said that it, it, it raised the necessity or it raised the box office, the need for the box office take for this movie. Mm. Mm. I believe that, I believe um, that for sure.
0: Either way, today on the episode, uh, I think we're mostly just going to be talking about Mission Impossible Fallout because all you guys went and saw it last night. I have not, so I will mm. be like you viewer. Well, 50%, I imagine. Some of you yeah. have probably seen it. Some of you haven't. I'll be asking you all the questions like, who's in it? What's the plot? And is it impossible? We should, be able, to, we should be able to movies? avoid
2: spoilers as well. Uh, we'll try our... Yeah, just, just so everybody knows. If you, <laughs> if you do it... Not uh, a lot to spoil, I, to be honest. Every time
0: <laughs> I cover my ears, you audience who don't want to spoil also cover your ears. What,
2: what's wrong? What are you I was just going to say it's either yes or no. Like, we, we might not... I mean, like, what I'm saying is they'll they'll be very light spoilers. Don't be fair about it. Okay, yeah. I don't know um, that. Well, I don't. I don't know that the necessities
3: of the plot are really. They're, they're not. N- no discussion of the film hinges on the. That's true. The yeah, that's the
1: thing. The we could spoil the entire movie and it wouldn't matter because yeah. the only cool stuff about the movie is all the fucking action sequences. Right. Right. Um, exactly. it's, uh, it's he's trying to save the world.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Um, yeah. And i uh, also let you guys know that this episode of Filmhouse brought to you by Hims. So we'll be hearing more about them. Uh, around the halfway mark of the show, so first up, uh, I'll just go around the room, and no need to like go one at a time. Just all just shout out at me, however <laughs> you want, because we're being impossible mm-hmm. to work with each other today. From <laughs> a coffee and brews. Uh, no, please. I guess overall, uh, how would you guys just say how was the the film going experience with a movie like this? I liked. I'm it.
3: actually not going to shout all at once. I, and, no, that's go, fine. I'd go ahead. I'd go ahead, Lawrence. Oh, I liked it too. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot better than five. I'll say that. Yes. Okay. Uh, which is it's amusing, given it's the same director. To me, honestly, it uh, felt like the inversion, so like uh, Sam Mendes, and I feel like Bond movies are the closest point of contact you can start making for these yeah. movies. It wasn't a while ago, now it is. Uh, it was like Skyfall into Spectre. To me, uh, was it, Rogue Nation, felt a lot like Spectre. It was like goofier and campier. Mm-hmm. This felt more like Skyfall. It's trying to be a little more grounded, a little more realistic. It was. And you
0: rewatched agree. all of the movies before getting up to this point, Lawrence, I did, did except you,
3: for Rogue Nation. I, I didn't get around to that one. And plus, man, by the end of it, I was a little burnt out on Rogue Nation's seeing Tom when he, run around. That's when he climbs the building. No. Oh. Wait, which one? No, that's, that's Ghost, Ghost Protocol. Protocol. Ghost
0: Protocol is... Brad Bird. B- building climb. Rogue Nation is uh, plane hold. Yes. yes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That's how my brain processes Plane hold, some
2: blobby CG cars and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bruce? Uh, I mean, I really liked it. It's, uh, you will not be disappointed if you see this in movie theaters. Um, and I think that's the best way to see this movie. Otherwise, you know, watch it at home. You may enjoy it. You may not. I mean, like, it's, it is exactly the same thing as every other Mission Impossible film except for the first one, um, but Lawrence is right. It is 100% more grounded. It, de- it did feel more real, whereas what was the most recent one? Ghost Protocol? Was no. Rogue Nation? Rogue, Rogue Nation. Nation. What, see, I, who cares? Yeah, um, they, get, they get hard to distinguish after three. Rogue Nation seemed ridiculous, and this one didn't seem as ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, it's which I which I appreciated.
3: John,
0: what would you uh, on a, a scale of? John actually saw the film. Well, see, yeah. here is the
1: Bruce the first time Bruce week. saying, uh, it's d- "Don't be disappointed in theaters." I think the best way to see it is how Lawrence and I saw it, which was drunk. <laughs> yeah, and. With D Box. Yes.
3: Oh, cool. D Box
1: for yeah, the film did we not disappoint for the D Box. Of course. Um, I'd never done D box before. It was very jarring, mm-hmm. uh, and it got really old. Oh, really that was your fast. first D box?
3: <laughs> yeah. No way! Yeah. It was
1: great. That was my first D box, and <laughs> I'd say about 35 minutes
3: in, I was over it. You could have, you could have turned down the intensity. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: this movie's two and a half was hours there, long. It was two
3: and a half hours of action, so it's just Fuck two yeah. and a half hours
1: of rocking around. <laughs> oh. And The the thing was that sometimes they eat like. It was debox the whole time. So even when they're in a car talking, you're just kind of yeah. sitting there bouncing <laughs> in your there's seat. There's some rumblies uh, when but, there's nothing But then going they'd on. get out of a car and it would stop, and I'd kind of forget about it. But then someone would suddenly get punched, and you'd like <laughs> it would throw you. It was it was very uh, my back hurts.
0: Uh, for uh, any audience members listening or watching a, uh, a D-Box here in America. Is a uh, a seat that shakes along most, with the movie. It's like, a, it's
2: like a, a mini roller coaster. Yeah, uh-huh.
0: and it tilts. It tilts and shakes. Uh, a little bit of history for you guys out there. Yeah. Uh, back in the uh, '50s and '60s, uh, cinemas experimented with a little thing called smellavision Oh, I thought you were going <laughs> an <ending> to <laughs> and uh, and 3D, uh, but they gave up on those things because they were stupid. Yeah. Well,
3: there was also something called <laughs> sense around, which is like they put subwoofers. Or in, like, every aisle, the idea being that when the movie got loud, it would, like, shake you, but it actually, like, disturbed pregnant women and made people have, like, stomach issues. <laughs> cool. So they retired it. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, but um, D-Box is the newest yourself. thing to give people heart issues. Turns
0: like, out, if you just have uh, good sound and good picture, a movie is very watchable. Yeah. Fuck, and you that don't need, not everything needs to be a
2: goddamn roller coaster. It's true. Fuck. I that. would agree. I would agree. The, uh, the the weird so I guess uh, going into the problems with this film just just really quickly because oh. there are, I, I don't think there are many problems with the movie. I would love to cover pros and cons but oh yeah I, what do you want to start with Adam I want to hear your cons okay yeah so the, the, the cons are for me number one I think the entire movie is spoiled in the trailer um, <laughs> I think that every every time you see something in the trailer there is an extended action sequence around it so I kind of knew unfortunately I knew the way most action sequences would end because of the trailer. And I'd seen that trailer a number of times because it's one of the best trailers this year. But I knew, like, there. I'm not going again. We're not going to spoil anything from the movie. But watching the trailer, you know, okay, all right, this is this is what's going to happen. This is why this guy is this way. This is why this guy is this way. That that kind of thing. Um, that said, though, the action amazing. Like, it's unbelievable. It's on the order of a Transformers film, but but more realistic, more practical. Yeah, it's not just giant robot CG
1: monsters punching each other. Which it's I don't like. real, like. Physical yeah. action
3: and it, you can feel it. Yeah, it's great. Would you say that's more like a Fast and the Furious then? Not even that. No, it's uh, not. Fast and Furious is getting superhero like Marvel blobby. It, it well, I guess it at is. one point
0: it was. It looked like oh, what is it when they're doing the bank heist thing? their they have a giant safe? Wasn't that at least like
3: somewhat practical? Yeah, oh fast yeah, fast and okay. actually they they were one of the one of the set pieces near the end was I thought leading up to a sort of Fast Five thing. And a helicopter has that like payload on the end oh, of it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, they're gonna do like a big mace fight with helicopter. No, it didn't really happen that way. But yeah, uh yeah, Fast Five was a little more, a little more grounded. So yeah, I think. But
2: no, like, now we're, we're sorry, at number eight now. I think yeah, yeah. and number eight's ridiculous. Sorry,
0: <laughs> I, I I forgot that we saw that movie. I that was I keep I keep thinking that was a dream. No, we saw <laughs> Where that. I was like. Like, mean, there's no fucking way they were uh, this move, this franchise about DVD
2: stealing became a, nothing like <laughs> so trying much to stop morning. A
0: Russian sub.
2: Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, that happened. Shit. I forgot. Well, I think I, that's, anyway. that's what this movie, Mission Possible. I think I think Mission Possible now suffers from sort sort of Fast and the Furious because mm-hmm. that now every movie is, oh my gosh, the whole world's at stake. And it's like, it's like Marvel films, the same deal, where like you can't do that every movie. You mm-hmm. can't. You know, have him save the mo- the world every single time. Um, but again, you're not going to not enjoy this movie. I think mm-hmm. I think you'll enjoy it regardless. It's just there is literally nothing at stake. There's nothing at stake. I didn't right. think anybody would die uh, for a for one second.
1: Um, something I thought uh, that I realized during the movie, uh, which is something that I really appreciate, uh, was that they really, uh, like I said before, they focused on real physical action. Um, and I realized that in the in the scene that you've all seen in the trailers where he reloads his arms oh, yeah. Doof, doof, yeah. Um, because that was instead of 30 dudes running in and they're all just punching and punching dudes in the face, it was just, one capable man yeah. fucking them up Which was like cool. yeah and it was so much better yeah. and the sound design was so great like that what i really liked about uh also about the action scenes is that there were a lot of times where the music ducked out and it was just really good sound design absolutely and yeah. like that's the best kind of action yep uh I agree. when when you can just feel it and yep. The sound and everything, it's not just like, always just music going. Most,
0: most films in Hollywood have been striving to hit the pod racing scene from episode one. <laughs> oh, I true. was gonna I say Transporter
3: 2, but that's good too. <laughs> when they're fighting with the hose or in the boat, those are great sequences. Those, those are good
2: sequences. Yeah. And, uh, as, uh, same with Dark Knight Rises when oh, uh, yeah. Batman fights Bane. Oh, they, boy. They, that gave me They chills. cut the music out mm-hmm. and that's just a brutal fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same, deal, same deal here. You're, you're right. Uh, I original. wanted to ask you guys, how
0: is Henry Cavill in the film? He he's is uh,
3: fantastic.
2: He is, uh, I loved him. He
0: is basically, uh, as far as I can tell from what I've seen from preview footage, he is the antagonist, though mm-hmm. he's sort of also works for the government.
3: Uh, it's all uh, we all it's know. All, he's the good it's guy. business. The trailer like, implies thing. a different arc than the movie actually has. Okay, and well, I, I guess I don't want to know too much plot wise. Yeah, how, you don't. Need how to. is
0: he as a I guess a character and as an actor entering this uh, this beloved franchise?
3: Man, I, w- I was super impressed. He's he he not only like delivers lines well and, and holds the screen really well, but his action sensibilities are super super good too. Yeah, they are. Uh you know the way he holds himself and delivers punches and takes punches and. And his body language on screen is just super phenomenal. I, w- I was honestly super impressed. I didn't think he was going to be this good. Um, really? Henry Cavill? Yeah. He's
2: been doing action for years. Uh,
3: I mean, he did Immortals, and then he was in Man of Steel, but none of those really displayed just like practical body stunt work. Mm. He's in Justice League, and he's in, uh, you know, Batman he was flying He's flying around and he's, in He's Justice all just a blobby Tights. man. Yeah, he, he stands there, and then he turns into a CG monstrosity. <laughs> I th- This is just him and a camera, like, selling action. And it, oh, man, uh,
2: man from Uncle? He's in there? Yeah, but there's not, there's not a Ooh, whole but. lot of, like, brawling action in
3: that. But, Ooh, but this movie, his portrayal in this reminded me a lot of Man from U.N.C.L.E. Yeah. Uh, I guess the, not in a bad way. Well, I, he's
1: playing the, the opposite end. I was thinking yeah, about that. Yeah, he's the other though, guy. Like, yeah.
3: yeah. He is. He's not the, the whimsical uh, agent now. Mm-hmm. He's the, the super hard-ass. He remind, I thought what they were going to do is it reminded me a lot of when they introduced Hobbs or The Rock into Fast and Furious. He was, like, the mm-hmm. fire and brimstone, mm-hmm. uh, like, good guy. And I thought that was going to be the dynamic they go with. Not mm-hmm. wasn't quite. It was sort of. Kind but then of. they kind of twisted a little bit. Yeah. So.
0: Okay. Well, I, they tried a similar thing with this. If you recall, during I want to say the fourth one, Ghost Protocol, right? Mm-hmm. They introduced uh, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye himself.
2: Yes. Is he in this movie at all? No. no. He uh, apparently like he was supposed to be, but uh, MCU stuff. He he was doing Hawkeye stuff, so uh, clearly
0: in... not
1: because we didn't see him in Avengers. Uh, I you know he's going to show up in better. Rogue Nation. Was he in any of the action? Because I I only watched the first ten minutes of Rogue Nation uh, before I was because I'd watched all <laughs> the movies and I got to five and I started and I was like I can't That's do exhausting. another one of these. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he was there in the courthouse. But was he like actually in any of was the action? He? I guess Does none of us. Remember?
3: I don't remember. I guess him five being was the either.
1: one that none of us. Really the
0: watched. the rumor I had heard was that. They were trying to basically tailor him to be to take over the Ethan Hunter role. That's what I uh, because Tom Cruise uh, like, hey, guys, I'm getting older. Oh yeah. And then Jeremy Renner was in it and went, you know what? I think I'm going to live another 300
3: years. Xenu <laughs> uh,
0: told me that, no, so let's
3: do it. Um, and here we are. We are That's- flush with China money, and I'm going to make <laughs> stunt movies until I die.
2: <laughs> it does seem like that with this movie. It seems like... It seems like Tom Cruise is done with the franchise. Actually, supposedly this is the last movie in the franchise really? um, until it makes that's why I read last night. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Until it makes more money. But regardless, uh, it seems like Tom Cruise is like I am going out on the biggest stunts I've ever done, and that's what he does in these in these movies. Like, okay. There's the the halo jump, um, and there's the helicopter stunts. Like the, the the bike stunts are amazing. Were the helicopter stunts he he was he had a safety line right? Um, yes, he did have a safety line. Okay. No a yeah. stunt though, it's, uh, but it's but it, I mean it's still it's still yeah it's still thing. like a
1: wide shot of him hanging on the underside of a helicopter.
2: Well, but he it's also like, I mean like At he one point he falls he falls like thirty feet like it is insanity like he onto like, a giant ball of pillows that itself
3: is <laughs> about three hundred feet in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the air. It's, but then he catches onto the side of it like it's wild. all it's all one smooth take. That's mm, why I could do that. That's why the thing that I love about this movie and and. If you haven't seen Christopher McQuarrie's previous movies, like Way of the Gun is one of the best practical action films, if you even want to call it that. Hmm. Um, and Way I, of the Gun? Yeah. It's a Benicio Del
0: Toro and Ryan Phillippe joint. Yeah. It's it's um, weird. There's, um, a, there's a fun little shootout
3: scene I remember, like in Mexico, where yeah. they're
0: like falling on glass and shit, and you're like, yeah. wow. There's a lot cool. of super
3: practical gunfights, mm. to the point where mm. it's like kind of gross. Like action movies you make gunfights cool. Way of the Gun made them like disturbingly accurate. Uh, so if you want to see like – the same sort of sensibilities, like wide, clean shots of solid action sequences. You should go back to that. But also, this movie has a lot of those coming back. And that's one of the things I didn't like about Five. It was getting a little too jump-cutty, which is a bummer when you have practical stunts. It feel, I feel yeah. like you're massacring yeah. it. That's what you do to hide stuntmen. Yep. Um, and if you have the actual actors doing practical work, you should get it all in one clean take. Yeah, absolutely. And this that- movie did a lot of that. That shot's not in the movie. That
1: shot's not in the movie. I was waiting for that, that shot because that shot specifically uh, for the audio listeners it's the one that ends a lot of the a lot of the Mission Impossible trailers, trailers where yeah. It's a head-on collision at 60 miles per hour with two trucks. Well, he's actually in well, the helicopter. Well, yeah, he's
3: in the helicopter going down a road. That, in that
1: shot? I yeah. thought so. It oh, looks like he's okay. in the cockpit of a helicopter. It's, it's not in the movie. No. Yeah, it's not in the movie.
3: When I was watching the helicopter sequence, I was like, how is he going to get down to a road and run into a semi? Yeah, that's a oh, one. that is a helicopter. I I was mean, all, it's I, probably a car made to look like a helicopter. To, to, and
0: I, I only know this because I've seen this trailer 80,000 times <laughs> because they've been playing it non since September last year. Yeah. What is and, it? Ooh, wah! No, is that it, the no, <laughs> it, it, It's, a, no, it's it, Imagine
3: Dragons. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah, that one, that <laughs> one. <laughs> Which uh, I'm I such guess... a fan of, like nearly black and white action sequences too. The, the bathroom fight is so good. They're they're all wearing like black suits on white backgrounds, and mm. just the contrast. It's really nice. Makes you read all the body language really uh, well.
0: Besides, way the gun. What else has the director, writer, director done?
3: Mm, he did the last Mission Impossible, and then there was one other one in the middle, I think. Isn't he the Jack Reacher guy? Yes, he did yeah, Jack Reacher. That, that that's the makes one. sense. Okay. And Jack Reacher is some of the best action sequences. Sequences. Like, j- so... Jack Reacher 1, not 2. Yeah, sorry. 2 is very bad. Which but, just <laughs> is Mission Impossible, right? It's, s- total, yeah, well, cruise. it's, it's
0: Ethan goes on vacation. Uh, uh. Jack,
3: Jack Reacher is <laughs> even more practical. The, wh- one of the things I like about really good action sequences is, is it's not just all action all the time. It's got a an, uh, high and a low to it. No. So they'll trade blows. One guy will go down. They'll look at each other. and Then they'll come back up. Jack Reacher has one of the best sequences when Tom Cruise is in that house and the two thugs try to get him. like hit him in the back of the head. He's in the bathtub like dazed, and they're like fighting each other trying to get get in there. So they're, like, they're mixing comedy and pacing and good action and mm. really practical stunts. This movie has notes of that. It's not quite as, well, quite as solid as Jack Reacher. We're watching but. a scene right now where he's in Paris
0: going through the, the famous roundabout, driving against yeah. traffic. And he really did that. Because Tom Cruise is— He really uh, did that with no helmet. Yeah, he's a, he's a crazy man. He yeah. does all stunts himself. Yeah, imagine being the stunt driver's like, please don't kill Tom Cruise. Please yeah. don't kill Tom Cruise. <laughs> yes, uh, then,
2: no, he, he really. did. Oh, I don't know. I, that's that's I'm that pretty sure CG. Happen. Yeah, uh, that was a, that's another uh, another thing. I I I haven't heard from you guys yet about what you didn't like, but uh, there were a couple of CG shots at the very end of the film that were like, mm. oh,
1: <laughs> come
2: on, oh really? The you whole, could have done better than that.
1: The yeah. whole final thing. Where they go to the last place and they have the final showdown. Yeah. That I did not enjoy any of that. I, I, I just like I, the, over you,
2: it. To to actually, the opposite of John, the theater I was in, the audience loved it. Um, really? They loved every single minute of it. It was like every time something you know fell or whatever, <laughs> it, the audience was like <gasps> gasps. Like they gasped, which was actually which is pretty good. They they and I I was I was into it, but like. Like I had said before, nobody was going to die in this film.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, there was no way. The spectacle no. of that finale did reach beyond what a lot of the movie s- settled on. So it was a bit of a, a, bit of a leap. On. It was getting a little more spectacular. Was, yeah. But I think it's a really unique scenario for a f- an action finale. Yeah. And it also reminded me a lot of, of, like, speed. Action movies that will show moments of tension, a little Hitchcockian in that way almost, where it's two dudes brawling and then you cut to this other thing. That is like shaking and rattling, and, and it's it's just escalating tension and providing layers of, of uh, tension in a finale. So, yeah. it wasn't yeah, it wasn't the practical stunt of like explosion that I guess I was hoping for, but I thought it was really good functionally in the movie. Yeah, Bad sure. stuff though, villain motivation, man. You got to get away from we got to kill everyone to make the human race stronger. That's been about three Mission Impossible villains at this point. Yeah. Um, oh, is that the the main plot? Is let's nuke. Uh, society, so it, that yeah, I would be cagey like about a, it,
2: but it's been done. It's like, anarchy, it's racial ghoul, it's racial yeah, yeah, okay, okay. in, in Batman, but it's also it's a racial Raz? like whatever was I was
1: thinking about it the political, like it used to be, oh, this like either this country or this religious extremist group is trying to just fuck shit up because of their religious beliefs or political alignment. I mean, that's always the movies,
3: but it feels mm. like because the... Sometimes it's just practical spy stuff. In one, it was about yeah. uh, a list of cover names. Yeah. In three, it was about an arms dealer. Um,
0: Notice you skipped over two.
3: Well, yeah. <laughs> two, two was about a world-ending super virus, uh, but also still it about... It mostly a,
0: about the motorcycles.
3: Yeah, it was mo- they yeah, the And the Biscuit.
2: They bike fight. They do bike fight.
3: Then four was about a, was <laughs> ex- almost exactly the same villain motivation. Of, uh, I'm going to use nuclear bombs to yeah, yeah. To cleanse the world. Yeah.
0: We'll uh, we'll finish up with our final thoughts at the end of this. Well, their final thoughts. Uh, let's just take this <laughs> moment to remind you that this episode of Film House is brought to you by Hims. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat ED, also known as erectile dysfunction. Well known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help you combat ED. That is a, a thing that has happened recently. It was an old pill that has recently become generic, and now people can get it for the uh, much more affordable price. So severe ED isn't just the issue for rich Hollywood types. Uh, changed a little bit from the other uh, podcast read, <laughs> uh, but they are still sitting in bathtubs. Why are they doing always this? Always I don't. I don't. That's where does. they conduct their business. Those, <laughs> those Maybe sick that's
3: Hollywood types. The only place they can get a, they can yeah. bone out. <laughs> uh,
0: but uh, ED has been known to affect those of uh, 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 men in their thirties and their forties, just like everyone sitting here right now, except for John, who I think is still in his twenties. Uh it's yeah, like, it affects men in their I'm late three. Yeah. Wow, what a young young strapping lad. Anyway the rest of you out there though um, basically Hims wants to let you know that it's a erectile without the dysfunction hard mode made easy say hello to your little friend little movie reference there for you <laughs> film called Scarface came out in the 80s uh, he had ED problems because he did too much coke that's but true, probably, that's a, that's that's a different true.
3: thing is coke dick a thing it's probably a thing. Sure, I think it I'm is I sure. know whiskey yeah.
0: dick yeah anyway So uh, do us a favor and please try Hims for a month today for just five dollars. I'll get you started for five bucks while supplies last. Go to hymns.com. I'm sorry, for hims.com slash filmhouse ed. That's f-o-r h I m s dot com slash f I l-m h a u s e d. For hims.com slash filmhouse ed. As always, please consult a doctor before taking any sort of medication. That's just the smart thing to do. Uh, So thank you, Hymns, for sponsoring this podcast. All right, back to our Lord and Savior, Tom Cruise, and uh, how he's going to save us all from uh, financial box office disaster. Is this Mm -hmm. movie everything you guys wanted it to be and more?
1: It's not more. Okay,
2: it's just Uh. exactly what you were expecting? (laughs) It's exactly what I was expecting. All right, that's fair. I
1: just just realized in this trailer that uh, Ethan Hunt uh, has visions of the future. He uh, has dreams, yeah. Well, he has dreams, but of apocalyptic with the guy who escaped. Yeah. So he basically had a dream about what was going to happen in the movie.
2: Well, I, they they refer to that in this film basically like from the previous movie where he's like, I'm scared of Solomon Lane, which is the guy with the beard, the terrorist mm-hmm. with the beard. Um, Is he in the last movie? I think he was in the last movie too, right? Wasn't he? Oh, I didn't you remember know. that. Oh my gosh! I have no idea. I, I maybe I always saw these movies as basically was. just
0: standalone. Like I, I kind of assumed these these were how they were made. After there's little nods back and forth. Yeah.
1: Well, actually, maybe they made him look different. They referenced
3: the first Mission Impossible again in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, they did. What? They do they say John Voight's name? No, she's the daughter oh. of Max. And Max was who? The, oh, she Max is. The, yes, the White yeah. Yeah. Widow. Yeah,
1: I didn't realize that. Okay. I
2: that's in the IMDb trivia. <laughs> Well, it's,
1: I, uh, they also say
3: it
2: in the movie. Oh, uh, <laughs> Something
1: I really – like, you know, movies are just a collection of characters and scenes and everything. But in, in terms of, like, spy movies, Oh, it's, whatever you're going with that one. Um, you know, it's all there. there's always the character archetypes that every spy movie has. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they, they did really well with, like, those side characters that you meet along the way. Like, I really liked the
2: White Widow. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, he was in 5. That's what I thought. Okay, well, so him. but he looked different. He, he was, didn't have the he big was, bushy beard. He was, haunted, he was haunted by the character, basically. Okay. Because they kept referring to that, and I was like, I don't remember 5 at all. I was I, wondering I, that. I, I think he had that.
1: glasses and looked all proper MI6 in 5. The, the
0: feeling I get when they produce these films is that they're trying to make a movie for everybody. Holy like, sh... Yeah,
1: really <laughs> sorry, there's just a
0: slow-mo of a stunt. I'm sorry, I'll dangle some keys for you later. But <laughs> uh, these are movies that are... Made for everyone to enjoy, but you don't necessarily have to watch the other movies. And no,
1: no,
0: no. so, I, I, my fear is that it's one of those movies that tries to please everyone and therefore pleases nobody. No, but you guys
2: are saying it's a pretty solid action. No, 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 you'll enjoy the movie. I, I, th- this is again, I, I was trying to r- liken this to the Marvel Cinematic Universe because I watch all, all the Marvel movies, and typically, I've heard of the main complaint is that nothing is at stake, no one will die. Uh, you know that Captain America will be just fine at the end of every film, um, and that's the way this movie is. But I don't know why I didn't identify with the characters in this movie as much as I do in the Marvel movies. Um, I, I, I was thinking about it more and more, and I think what you're right, Adam. They're try, They're making it for everybody every time. Hmm. So there's no, there's nothing. There's no stakes even. It's just sort of like yeah. a oh, here's another spy movie that he's gonna do.
3: The only reason you ever care about Ethan or the movie the way the movie tries to make you care about him is by constantly throwing back to his ex-wife. No. Which is what all the movies have done since 4, which three. is fine. Oh, well, yeah. he, uh, he married her in 3, but yeah. Uh yeah. I honestly forgot about that plot line so long ago. It's the only thing they keep hammering. There's there's no other way they give Ethan Hunt any humanity anymore. He's just he, he is only an American like A sweet American super spy (laughs) killing machine. Mm -hmm. Even though they try to make a point of him not being like a murderer or whatever. Um, Yeah, it would be nice if in previous movies, like in in three, it started dropping off after Mission Impossible 3. They stopped giving Ethan Hunt character scenes at all. Um, There's like one scene at the very beginning where he interacts with Benji just a little bit, who is um, Simon Pegg's character. And like that, I can tell that's when Tom Cruise was trying to cram all the charisma he could in that character in that one scene because that's it. The rest is him running, shooting, getting hit, hitting people, and falling off things. Which he's good at. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's very good at it. But, uh, yeah, I, I think there's, like you were saying, Bruce, that does mean you don't, you're not really biting your nails when he's in duress because he's just kind of an old, old uh, Ronin at this point. Running around saving America every week. Um, there's not a whole lot of, like there's <laughs> not a lot of true. texture to his character anymore mm-hmm. because there's no room in the movie for it. It's just packed to the gills with stunt sequences. Perhaps he follows this life because he, can't commit to a, a
2: married relationship. That's, mm. it, well, I mean, they, they allude to he that. He did commit still. to it, but yeah. it
3: it put her in too much danger. I mean, it's kind of the Batman it uh, is,
2: setup, yeah. if you think about it. It is, no. they, they allude to that.
3: Uh, so,
0: correct me if I'm wrong. John, you watched all the movies leading up to this? Except,
3: no, I watched
1: one, three, and four. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Lawrence, Lawrence also watched most of them. And
2: then yeah, one, two, uh, three and four, Bruce has a,
0: a vague memory of most of these movies, I mean, like myself. One
2: I have memorized because I've seen it so many times. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. But, but the rest of them... Uh, oh, yeah, they kept no interchangeable. They kept, interchangeable. Uh, they kept a,
3: using musical stings from the first one too, which is did. awesome. They did. Danny he, Elfman scores so good.
2: Uh, I'm that. glad you brought that up. It wasn't Danny Elfman. It's some random composer you've huh? never heard. I wouldn't look up. No, they it credited
3: up. it to Elfman. That's uh, weird. The
2: movie, the, the movie's music is awesome, and it's not anybody you re- you've really even heard of. It's like Lauren Bell for Lauren Wolf or some weird name. What did but, Elfman
1: do
3: for that movie? Then
2: uh, well, the
1: know. he might have redone the, the original. Maybe you're you. Maybe you saw the original composer for the television series. No, the original
2: composer is Lalo Schifrin. Uh, I know that. Um, he he composed the theme of Mission Impossible. But I went and looked up. I looked it up on IMDb. And it was it was just some dude. Huh. I was literally just some huh. dude. He he'd done a few other movies, but. The, mu- um, the music
0: is awesome. Great job, dude. Where I actually want you guys to do The Impossible Mission all right. and rank this movie among all the other ones. Okay. Where does it Gosh, land
1: geez.
0: on a scale, I guess, of one to, what are we on, uh, 16?
3: Like just, just as a package overall? Or like
0: just by the stunt work to, of it? If but, you were to rank all the movies, oh, I'm not asking you to rank all the other movies. I'm sure. just saying, where does this land on the Ethan Hunt's chart of stopping
3: yeah. uh, terrorism? I think it's, I would say it's third. The first one, then three, mm-hmm. then six. Then yeah, you, two. Don't have to, you have to list. <laughs> I was just trying to make sense of it in my head to make That's sure I didn't I'm... leave any of them out. Do you I would got, say do you...
2: three one this? Mm. Three's okay. the best here. Three's okay. the best, then one, then this one. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, I'm, I'm with Lawrence. It's uh, it's one's the best for me, and then three, and then this one. Okay. Three uh, three is the only one I barely I kind of remember. I don't like the other ones. Rogue Nation, Ghost World. <laughs> I saw them in theaters, and there again. No idea what happened. So when I did my marathon,
1: I started watching two. And I think we got like 30 minutes in. And it was when the cars were spinning hooked yeah. together on the road. And it was just like, I can't handle <laughs> this. <laughs> so we stopped <laughs> and we started three. And the opening scene is a flash forward to like where he's with his wife in China like at gunpoint, and Philip Seymour Hoffman is like, "I'll give you ten seconds to tell me where the bomb is," <laughs> yeah. um, and point. he's counting down. And like, those first two and a half minutes are, I'd say, I'd wager, it's one of the most intense, like, best opening scenes of a movie ever. Like, where it's great out the gate,
2: you're just like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, it's a good movie. It's yeah. a three. Okay. Three is a great movie. I, mm-hmm. I, oh, this yeah. this one, uh, for better or for worse. You're going to watch it and then not remember it at all. Well, um,
0: uh, most movies struggle with even nailing a trilogy. If this one could get you through six and you can go, you know what? They're all about the same or pretty good. Yeah.
2: That's a that's a fine accomplishment, I it suppose. Is. It is. It's an enjoyable film. I challenge you to, in one year, come back to me and tell me yeah. what happens. Um, before yeah. we go... <laughs> Put that up to a weak villain. Uh, before we go, actually, uh, something I want you guys... I have another...
0: Impossible challenge for all of you. Oh, I didn't give you any time to prep for this because you have to, you have to kind it. of improv this. Always ready. Uh, I want everyone to go around and give a little recommendation of what you're watching and what you should go watch this weekend if you're not gonna sit down and experience the life of Ethan Hunt
1: and friends. <laughs> Jeez, oh <boy>. I'll start. <laughs> go ahead, Mr. Mercedes. Is that was that Irish? What, what the hell was that? <laughs> that hey, Mr. Like... Mercedes. Uh, I can't do an Irish accent. <laughs> Brendan Gleason. Uh, it's it, I have no idea Where it, where it really airs um, well, I'm not sure What he's talking What's the name it, of the show what? It's called Mr. Mercedes Oh okay. It's from uh, What's his name Kevin E. Kelly Or something like that uh, David where, E. Kelly Where can you who watch Who made it? like Boston Public uh, It's on AT&T's Streaming service Oh Okay um, but it's basically if you guys have seen The Fall or uh, other movie, uh, other shows where they do the dual thing where they follow the detective and the like killer. Yeah, um, it's one of those shows, and it's Brendan Gleeson, Mad Eye Moody, one of oh. my favorite actors ever. Yeah, and I was just looking at his IMDb, and I saw he was in the show, and I was like, ten hours of Brendan Gleeson, yes please. But the show actually. Although really kind of really dark, it's really good. Uh, I'm I'm like two episodes in and I was watching it this morning over breakfast and I was so into it that I like loaded it up on my phone and watched it on my lift into work. And then I begrudgingly got out of the lift. He, he kept telling me to get out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Lawrence, you watched some crappy movie recently. Yeah.
3: Well, always. <laughs> always. <Yeah. laughs> uh, well, I watched Adventures in Babysitting last night. That was fun. That's oh, a good one. Thor's not, in it. It's not a bad movie. Yeah, well, uh, Kingpins in it. Yes, but right. uh, but he plays Thor. Yeah, he does actually.
0: Yeah. A little, a little I remember that. That's a that's a very old movie. Uh,
3: what do you what do you recommend? Adventures in Babysitting. I don't you know, man. I it. watch trash. I'm not fit to recommend anything to anybody. That's, uh,
0: Adventures in Babysitting is a fine recommendation. Uh, it is. Wolf Warrior.
3: If you uh, oh, if, yeah. if you were if you're interested if you're interested in action and you like the practical stunts or you're looking forward to the practical stunts in imp- Mission Impossible. Well, four-year-one, super good. Yeah, you can rent it. Of I mean, it's Scott Atkins. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's Scott Atkins. <laughs> right. um, well, or always. Transporter Two, or Way the Gun. Right.
2: Uh, any it? of those
3: three, if you want, if you want some, some classic uh, action, it's good shit. Some good appropriation, Bruce. You got a recommendation
2: for our, our appropriation for it's a action? Movie. For an action, I mean, like I mean anything. I, I, uh, I kind of maintain that still the best television action series ever to exist is 24. Right. Um, and I I watched all of it uh, and I loved it. Um. <laughs> uh, but 24 is, uh, I, I'd say, like, kind of in the middle. I think season, season two is kind of garbage. But season one and then starting at season three, just, all oh, it's so good. All right. Season
1: one's great, but there is the whole cougar thing. The cougar thing is
2: stupid <laughs> um, because they had to fill 24 episodes. If you get to the later seasons, they only did 12 or 13. Um, and it, it's, it's way better. 24 is awesome. Cool. Uh, yeah. It's, I don't think it ever disappoints. Mm, Can I
1: recommend another thing? <laughs> sure. Um, happy Death Day. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Is
3: that out on digital now?
1: It, out, it is out on digital. Where and it, from the trailer, I was like, this might be a garbage movie, but I'm willing to see it. Um, and it, it, it was way better than I thought it was going to be. And it's a great twist. on. It's basically Groundhog's Day with a girl keeps getting murdered by a masked, uh, masked man. And she's like, what the fuck? Uh, and it's good. It's really
0: good. I have to pay for this? Okay. Uh, I'm going to say go watch uh, Isle of Dogs. That's probably uh, possibly the best movie I've seen this year. Oh, but, uh, I need to see that. Uh, yep. And uh, we are off next week uh, to RTX. So we'll have a, uh, a special pre-recorded version of Filmhouse going up for you guys. So it probably won't be timely. It's going to be some concoction of a list. So uh, look, right. look forward to that. And that's okay. So thank you for listening watching. Be sure to tell a friend. Download it, share it, all those fun things. It keeps this show alive. And support our sponsors. Remember, i uh, throw that out there for those who forgot. Make sure you go to uh himscom filmhouseed. In case you missed it, there it is. And we'll see you guys next week. Maybe some of you in person. So goodbye.